0: the day that you have made a day that i purpose that i'm going to rejoice and be glad in breathe on me tonight O breath of god fill me with your life anew that i might say the things that i would have me to say And do the thing tonight that pleases you. I ask that you would give listening ears to your people. That somebody may hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And in hearing what the spirit of the Lord is saying. That we might apply the truth of God to our lives. And that we might experience his transforming power. Lord I thank you and praise you for what you will do tonight through your word. Help us now to mix it with faith. And have everything that you say we can have in the matchless name of Jesus. We pray. All of God's people said, "Amen." Uh, the word of the Lord out of the book of Second Timothy. Reading tonight from the King James Version of the Bible, uh, Second Timothy chapter three, beginning at verse one. He says, "This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come." For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, bolsters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, uh, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good." Traders heady high minded lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. he says this from such turn away, and then I want to, in that um, in this verse here, begin again at verse twelve in 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 second Timothy chapter three, he said, yea. And all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Look at the instruction, but continue thou in the things that thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing to whom or of whom thou hast learned them. Good works. And then he says here in uh, 2 Timothy 4, beginning at verse 1 I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing uh, and his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Uh, But watch thou in all things, endure affliction, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy Ministry. We thank the Lord for the reading of his word. I want to go back to the initial verse that I started with in 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Uh, Paul says to Timothy... This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. I want to talk tonight about pleasing God in perilous times. Pleasing God in perilous times. Come on and say tonight, I can please God in perilous times. Just because the times are perilous, does not mean the people of God stop pleasing him. I'm here to tell you, even though the times may be perilous, we can still walk in divine purpose. We are talking tonight about pleasing God in perilous times. Pleasing God in perilous times times and so tonight by the Spirit of the Lord I want to take a minute and I want to look here at these verses that I have uh, given to you tonight. Paul speaks to his son in the ministry Timothy. He speaks to him by the Spirit of the Lord and he gives instructions that I believe are fitting for all of us who are listening to me tonight. I want you to know that more than ever I have been praying and there is a burden like never before on my heart to make sure that the people of God are postured in the right place, that we do not miss out on the things that God is speaking to us in this hour. I want you to know there is strong delusion that has already entered into the land, something that the enemy has launched to attack genuine faith in the people of God. And more than ever, we who are lovers of the Lord Jesus Jesus Christ must not let down our gods. Come on, I need you to get this in this hour. Paul says to Timothy that I want you to know something by the Spirit. He says this. He says uh, in the text here, this I want you to know. I want you to make sure that you know it. The word that I'm giving you, I want you to know. The word know there in the Greek, uh suggests to know something emphatically come on here I need you to give this that God says I'm giving you this truth and I want you to know it emphatically what I'm telling you about the spirit of the Lord through the apostle Paul I want you to know it and know it well I want you to know it and know it beyond the shadow of a doubt I want you to know it and be fully persuaded of it and so I need you to hear me when you see this word here in 2 Timothy chapter 3 uh, the word know there in verse 1 this know also it is to say to you grab this and know it for real grab this and know it emphatically it is to grab this and be fully persuaded about the thing that I'm getting ready to share with you by the spirit of God Paul does not want Timothy to hear what he is saying and then tuck it away and forget about it. He wants Timothy to hear this and know it emphatically. Hear this and know that it was spoken by the spirit of God. Come on, when you look at the word know here, the word know has been presented to us in the Greek in the imperative active present form. Come on here. It is It is that, that you are not only to know this, but you are commanding Commanded to know, oh come on here, that, that this verse here is not just some beautiful suggestion, but it is a command that the saints know this need you to hear me there are some things as we are reading we need to know emphatically so the Greek here is uh, uh, imperative active present it is to know right now it is to not only to know right now but to know right now and continue to know come on and it is a command that you know it know it emphatically know it without wavering know it without shifting know it beyond the shadow of a doubt what is it that we are to know Paul says to Timothy in the last days Last days describe here in the Greek the furthest time or the farthest time away. It is used to describe the days that are the end times, days or the end of days. See what the Holy Spirit is describing here through the Apostle Paul is what will characterize the end time. Come on here. He says, I want you to know this. I want you to know it emphatically. Come on. I I said, when he gives you this, he wants you to know it. He wants you to keep on knowing it. He wants you to be fully persuaded of it that in the end time, there are going to be certain things that happen. Come on, the people of God have got to be aware of the end time. Somebody said, what is the end time? The end time are the times that we are living in right now. Ever since the day of Pentecost, we have been living into the end times. When Jesus ascended into heaven and the Holy Spirit was given uh, uh, in, in full measure upon the earth to the saints of God, we've been living in the end time. I know it because it is there in uh Uh, Acts chapter 2 that Peter makes the announcement when they they see all of them in the upper room and the Spirit of God rests upon them and they begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gives them utterance. Peter, his response is this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel that in the last days, come on here, this is when the prophecy would be fulfilled when the Spirit of God would fill the earth, come on here, and the and daughters of God would begin to speak the utterances of God and he said this is the last days oh come on here how many of you know listening to me tonight we are living in the last days the last days uh, have been marked now for us we the church of the living God are living in the last days days. Uh, Peter renounced That in Acts chapter 2, upon the coming of the Holy Ghost, it was the last days. It will it will conclude when the Lord Jesus returns and we meet him in the air. The seven-year period of the tribulation. After that, Jesus will come back. Come on here and take over. Amen. Praise God and set up his kingdom. Come on, this is what we're talking about tonight. We are living in the last days. And he says, there are characteristics characteristics of the last days that the people of God need to be aware of come on here why is God telling you this because he wants us to continue to please him even in the last days come on here even when perilous times come upon the earth God wants his people to continue to please him so this is it by the Spirit of God. He says, this I want you to know emphatically. As a matter of fact, I want you to know it and keep on knowing it. I want you to know it and know it well. I want you to know it beyond the shadow of a doubt that in the last days perilous times will come. Get me now. So the last days then are the, are described as the word perilous there in the Greek uh, uh, carries several connotations the word perilous in the Greek is difficult times or times that are hard to bear the word perilous means to wound, there will be wounding time, the the word perilous is is used there in Matthew 8 and 28 treacherous time, come on here The, the, the same word is used here as I said in Matthew 8 and 28, it is times that are exceedingly fierce so dangerous time come on here there will be days he said in the last time that will be difficult they will be hard to bear there will be days where there are wounds that come see see I want you to get this here he said in the last days the world is going to be in a mess the closer that we get to the return of Jesus the world will become more treacherous I need you to hear me here by the Spirit of God. He said the last days would be treacherous times. They would be times that are difficult times that are hard to bear these times are perilous times I need you to hear me by the spirit of God because the times will get perilous but the people of God can stay in his divine purpose the times will get perilous but God expects his people to keep on pleasing him don't let perilous times stop you from pleasing God I don't care how hard it gets you still give God his hallelujah. I don't care how painful it becomes. Don't you ever stop walking in your divine purpose. Come on here. He said in the last days, hard times will come. Times hard to bear. Times that would wound us. Times that would be treacherous. But look here. The saints of God should still be operating in transforming power. I don't care how treacherous the world gets. The saints of God still should operate in transformational power. Somebody give him praise right there. I'm talking about pleasing God in perilous times. Well, here we go. It is that uh, I need you to understand that in the last days, it's not going to be pretty. Now, now I know that you are listening. To many people who have many things to say about the last days, let me tell you what the Spirit says about the last days. They will be times of peril. They will be treacherous time. They will be hard time. And I want you to get this because when you look over the span of the world, this is the most treacherous of times we have witnessed. I need you to get this here. I I want you to understand that we the church more than ever have got to stand up and be salt and light we've got to be the light of the world we've got to be the salt of the earth we've got to make sure that we are positively impacting the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ but let me tell you something don't get impacting the world mixed up with taking over the world come on here I need you to get this by the spirit of God I want you to know that the mandate upon the church is to make disciples the mandate upon the church is to shine and be witnesses for Jesus that me may see our good work and glorify our father which is in heaven. Look here you got to let your light shine. We used to sing it in the old church. Let your little light shine shine shine. There may be someone down in the valley trying to get home so that when you shine for Jesus it lets the world know they don't have to stay in darkness and them that choose to come out of it can come towards the light. When we shine for jesus men can shake off shame when we shine for jesus chains can be broken when we shine for jesus transforming power can hit those who don't know him and so we are called in the earth to be sawed in light oh come on here so so this is something here because i want you to get this sometimes we miss Uh, Because of modern day theology, we miss what we're supposed to be doing in the world. Come on here. And the enemy, he wants you to distract it about your divine mandate as believers in the earth oh come on here and that people amen praise God that if you're not careful you'll get caught up in these modern day schemes to make you believe hallelujah that they've got so much power that the world the whole world is going to be saved before Jesus come back you're not reading the Bible come on here there going to be some growing deeper in darkness hallelujah and then they're going to be some coming towards the light come on here and guess what God wants the people or his people To shine our light so that people can see that he's real. And them, come on here, who want the truth will come towards it. But do not fool yourself. Everybody's not coming. Everybody doesn't want the Lord. Everybody will not serve him. Oh, but as many as come to him, then he will give power to become sons of God. Oh, come on here. So I don't fall out. Sometimes people hear and don't respond. Amen. My obligation is not to save anybody. Come on here. But I can give them the truth of God. Oh, come on here. The sower went out not to save them. The sower went out to sow seed. He threw the seed, the word of God. Come on here. It's up to you to get your heart ready to receive what is being thrown out. And so the people of God have got to be careful so that we don't miss our mandate in the earth because sometimes we are carried off on things that sound good and we miss what the word is telling us to do. We are, according to Matthew 28, to go into all of the world and make disciples. Oh, come on here. Come on, there will be people that hear you just like the 70 that Jesus sent out. Some heard them and some did not. But he said, if they do not receive you, Shake the dust off of your feet. Come on here. What you've got to understand is that God is calling us in this hour to be salt and light. I need you to get this by the spirit of the Lord. Now, now, I need you to be really careful because there are several wings uh, uh, that are appearing on the scene. Come on, to make you believe that you're going to dominate the world. Come on here, and and, then, you know, that's why you see so many people that fell out about the last presidential election. Because something in their minds make them think that because they're Christians, they're going to take over the government. And they're going to force everybody, amen, praise God, to be Christians. But guess what? You don't become a child of God by force. You become a child of God by choice. Oh, come on here. So you got to be careful that you don't allow people to get you off on the wrong tangents. Come on. the many doctrines out here. The seven mountain doctrine. The seven mountain mandate. People tell you got to go and take the seven mountains. You got to just dominate and take over everything. Come on here. But I want you to understand. There are going to be some people who are saved and some people who are not. There are going to be some sheep and there are going to be some goats. There are going to be some on the right and some on the left. Come on. Go read your Bible. Go read your Bible. Come on here. Yes, you should go out and try to do everything you can to influence the world and impact it for Jesus. But I want you to know the whole world will not be saved. Come on here. And don't fall out about that. Come on. So this is, this is something here. So, so I, I and mean, I'm saying that because I don't want you to miss the mandate with all of these new doctrines that are rising on the scene. Because they will get you, uh, get your focus off of the Great Commission. Come on here. We make disciples. We make disciples. We make disciples. We shine our light for Jesus. Come on here. But we don't want to get caught off God doing things that God has not called us to do. Come on here. The devil will distract you. Hallelujah. By misinforming you about what your destiny is. So this is it here. Uh, The people of God now have to understand that we are in the earth. And wherever we can make influence for the kingdom of God, that is good to do. Come on here. So, so let's don't miss that. Impact the world for Jesus. Come on. Make sure that people see Christ in you. Oh, come on here. God wants your life. I talked about the Sunday. God does not just want lip service. God wants a lifestyle. So this is it. Uh, He says that the last days, the saints of God would need to be careful because it would be perilous times upon the earth. That perilous times would span the globe. Look at this. He said, and then uh, he gives a list of things that would be characteristic of perilous times. He said men uh, would be lovers of their own selves. This is something here. There would in the last time be a self focus hitting men and women like never before. That men and women in the last days would be lovers of self. What do you mean? They would only be focused on self. Uh, I love that word uh, uh, here. The phrase "lovers of their own selves" in the Greek, because uh, it, 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 it um, uh, the, the the literal translation is they would be self-kissers, kissing yourself. Come on here. They would be self-kissers. They would be lovers of their own self. They would be infatuated with their own self. They would be carried off with their own selves. Obsessed with self. Narcissistic. Don't think about anybody but self. Me, myself, and I. He, He said it would span the globe. Now, now, I want you to get this because uh, uh, the Bible is clear that you are to be sober-minded. That you are not to think more highly of yourself than you are. I talked about this last, last week. Uh, 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 last, uh, should I say a few weeks ago, I was talking about the importance of not being overly carried away with yourself. Come on, the Bible talks about letting another man praise you come on here don't use your own lips to exalt yourself come on here come on here see see and I, I talked about this not long ago I said when, when the fruit of God is present your fruit will testify for you come on if you agree you don't have to go around telling people come on here them who have been impacted by the ministry of God that comes from your life will go out and tell people God is doing something with him God is doing some with her come on here so be careful that that, that you don't come that you don't lift yourself more highly than you ought to the bible wants us to be sober come on here and we spend our days lifting others exalting others come on here encouraging others come on here more highly than ourselves see see now don't get me wrong God just wants you to be sober in the view that you have of your See, the Bible does not want you to hate yourself. But it does want you to have a healthy view of yourself. Don't miss me now. I said, The Bible does not want you to hate yourself. But it does want you to have a healthy view of yourself. Come on here. Go to God's word and find out who he says you are and believe it. Come on here now. I said, go to God's word. Find out who God says you are and believe it. That's what John did when they asked him in John chapter 1, Who are you? What are you doing out there baptizing in the Judean wilderness? Come on here. You know what John did? He went to the word of God. Come on to the book of the prophet Isaiah and said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the paths of the Lord. For there is one coming after me, the latching of whose shoes I am not worthy, to stoop down and unlatched. I baptize you with water but when he comes he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. See when the word defines you you don't need the world to do it. I wish I had somebody here. When you are defined by Christ then you don't have to be defined by the culture. Come on here when you understand who you are according to the word of God that's when you begin to win in life. Find out who the Bible says that you are. I believe it. Get in the word of God and get grounded in what the word says about you. And believe it. Come on here. May you have a revelation of who you are in God and walk in bed alone. I said may you have a revelation of who you are in God and walk in bed alone. No extras. Nothing else. When you get a revelation of who you are in the Lord, it will never allow you to look down on another man somebody give him praise somebody give him honor somebody give him glory right there uh-huh. God wants us to know perilous times are coming come on he says people are going to be stuck on themselves self kissers can't get enough of self and he said that's the spirit of the age That's not the spirit of God because the spirit of God will lead you to consider somebody besides yourself. I just said something powerful there. I said the spirit of God will lead you to consider somebody besides yourself. We are most like God when we're loving other people. But then he said they will be covetous. Uh, It literally means in the Greek they will be lovers of material possession, material pleasure. They will seek status symbols. Oh, come on! Th- th- this he says will span the globe. You'll see it. You'll see it in the world, but sadly, you'll see it in the church. Oh, come on here! They'll they'll. That they'll, they'll miss the whole mark. He said, there will be covetous men that arise. Oh, come on here. They'll talk about their Rolex. They'll talk about their ride. Oh, come on here. Good gospel preaching time, talking about stuff that does not amount to anything. Oh, come on here. What are we broadcasting? Oh, come on here. If you take the preaching moment and don't broadcast Jesus, you have miserably failed. Look here. He said they will be covetous. Come on. They will be lovers of status symbols. They will be made by stuff. Come on. This is something, it's nothing wrong with having stuff. But you ought not let stuff make you. Come on. Nothing wrong with having stuff. If you live in the world, you ought to do something with your life. If you live in the world, you ought to have something. Oh, come on here. But whatever you come to have, don't ever let it have you. Look at this. I need you to understand, he said, that the last days are going to be characterized by covetousness. Lovers of material wealth, status symbols. Uh-uh, see, so, so this is important. So, so what, what, what is God saying here? That, that, that material wealth should not determine your worth in God. Come on here. Devils don't care about what you drive. Come on here. Somebody can be materially decked out and spiritually destitute. Oh, come on here. So, so don't get your definition from what you drive. Don't measure your worth by your wardrobe. God, come on here, is is wanting you to understand that's not his will for your life. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Come on here. Godly contentment will help to release you from covetousness. Oh, come on here. So, so, understanding the place of stuff. Don't let stuff move you from God's purpose. Come on here. I'm talking about pleasing God in perilous time. When the world is is focusing on a car, we've got to stay focused on Christ. Oh, come on here. While the world is is hanging their hopes on stuff, we've got to keep our hope in the Savior. Christ the solid rock I stand, all other grounds are sinking, sand. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Come on here. So, So understanding that in order to please God in perilous times, I've got to continue to know that my hope is in the Savior. Come on here. Don't ever let stuff define you. The Savior is supposed to do that. They will be boasters. Oh, come on. So so not only that, you would see the boastful attitude. Come on. That that, 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 uh, when you are scanning the globe, you will see it from the government to even those who say they're serving God. Oh, come on here. See, see, and, and you know, and boasting uh, has a lot to do with what you think you have accomplished on your own. Oh, but if you got a nickel in your pocket, don't forget who gave it to you. If you got life, health, and sweat, don't forget who made it possible. Oh, come on here. Before you stick your chest out, consider the sacrifice of Christ. He paid a debt that you could not pay. And if there be any boast, let it be in the Lord. Oh, come on here. I love that about the song. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear it and be glad oh come on here, isn't it something that when we boast in the Lord hallelujah, then those who are in the Lord can celebrate with us, oh come on here never get it mixed up in mind, in the minds of people about who brought you it ought to be clear unequivocally that it was the Lord that brought you through when you were in the low place it was the Lord that lifted you when you were in the gutter it was God that rescued you by grace I need somebody that'll give him praise right there come on here he's taken you from what was gruesome and he has delivered you Uh, by his grace somebody owes him a shout of praise right there I shall forever come on here lift mine eyes to Calvary come on here my hope is in the cross come on here My, my strength is in Christ's resurrection power and so I never forget who he has been in my life he said but the day will come that men will be bolsters oh look at me oh look at what I did oh look at what I've got and we become like the man that built bigger barns come on me myself and I the more he got he said I'm gonna build me a bigger barn come on I got to build bigger barn and the Bible said that same night his soul was required of him come on here he's called a fool come on here because he he misunderstood who was doing the work come on here I don't care how much you get don't forget the master that brought you come on here I don't care what God puts in your hand don't never forget to keep giving God your heart come on here what's in your hand come on here I ought not stop you from serving God with all your heart come on if what he puts in my hand is going to stop me from serving him with all of my heart i don't want it it's not worth it come on here nothing is worth my walk with the Lord somebody praise him right there I'm talking about pleasing God in perilous time and if I boast let it be in the cross come on in the cross be my glory ever till my raptured soul shall find rest beyond the river somebody put a praise on it right there he said they will be bolsters and then he said proud they will view themselves above everyone I need you to get this I need you to get this by the spirit of the Lord he said they will be bolsters and they will be proud Come on, that, that word "proud" there in the Greek means to view yourself in an elevated place. Come on, here, it is it is to view yourself above everyone else. Now, now this is something that we got to pray about because um, you see this everywhere. Turned on your TV, proud. I mean, uh, pride, uh, pride is everywhere. Come on here, people sticking out their chairs. I mean, the things that you hear coming from uh, some of our elected officials and coming from people who think they got it going on. Come on here. People forget that one day they got to meet God. Oh, come on here. I don't care how high you're rioting. One day you're going to have to stand before just God. We got to be careful because... uh, The the, the enemy will even allow these kinds of things to manifest in the church and they're the signs of the end time. Come on here. Be careful so that you don't forget that God is using somebody else besides you. Come on here. I thank God for having the Holy Ghost, but I got sense enough to know I'm not the only one that has him. Come on. You got to get this. And I keep it in my mind, I always think about uh, the late uh, Bishop M.W. Johnson. He would often come up to the pulpit and say, somebody got the Holy Ghost size you. Come on here. I think about that because you know what? That's true. You got to understand. We are the body of Christ. Oh, come on here. And the oil has not just flowed on you. Come on here. The oil flows to them who are in alignment with the headship of Christ. Oh, come on here. That's why we understand that the anointing is Christ. Come on here. You you don't get the anointing. Come on here. Because you've done something so great. Come on here. The anointing is Christ's gift upon the body. Because you can never function in the earth without the oil of God. Come on here. So the oil that comes upon Christ, the crystal, the anointed one, now flows Come on here. He talks about that in the psalm that flows down the beard, even down to the skirts of his garment, which means that those who are in alignment with the headship, nobody misses the oil. Oh, come on here. That even them parts that you don't like, God can still use. Oh, come on here. God is not like man. God does not disqualify people because you dislike them. So this is important here. Being careful that you don't allow, allow pride to get in the way. He said this would be the signs of the end time. And watch out for people that act like they got all the Holy Ghost. Watch out for people that act like they're, they're the only ones that God's using. Watch out for these people that are on the rise. Come on here, that act like they're the only ones, amen, where God is moving. Come on here. It's not so. It's deception. Come on, and the people I see, I'm telling you, every day being uprooted from their churches, running after people, amen, praise God, who are operating in spiritual pride, going to look for something that they claim they got that don't nobody else have. Come on here. So you got to be careful. You're not the only one righteous in the region. Come on, I hear people talking about that, you know, I mean this, and in this region, I'm this, and in this region, you're not the only righteous one in the region. God is using matter of fact God is using people hallelujah everywhere hallelujah for his glory come on here God is never going to put it on one person because he knows you can't handle it come on here we are the body of Christ come on here we're, we're not going to function at our best being disjointed we're not going to function at our best come on here not being united so be, be careful be careful with this Uh, Pride. Come on, be careful fooling with people who are always flaunting themselves. Come on, they they frown on others, hallelujah, and they they ignore their own faults. I'm talking about proud. So this is it. uh, uh, The the, the, the proud um, have no moral absolute. sometimes. Uh, they don't mind twisting and turning a scripture or two. Come on here. But this is something here. I want you to keep this in mind. You are not called to change the word. The word was established to change you. Come on here. I don't have the liberty to change God's word, but I want to give God's word the liberty to change me come on don't don't lose the function here you are not called to change the word god's word has been established to change you so so this is it he said they will be proud and then he said they will be blasphemers crude in speech rough uh, it is it, it denotes a change in human language not knowing how to talk they'll say anything Oh, come on here. And this is why I say, I don't care how spiritual a person seems. Watch that mouth. Your level of maturity will be revealed by your mouth. Oh, come on here. Your mouth will tell on you. Come on here. The way you talk will speak volumes about you. Come on here. Because when the spirit of God get a hold of you, he'll impact your speech. Oh, come on here. Come on. There are people talking about walking in the spirit. Why hasn't he done something about your speech? Come on here. The spirit of God will come after your speech. Come on. So, so you got to be careful. Blasphemers. They, 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 they're crude in speech. He said, uh-uh, uh-uh, it's here. They will say anything. Because they're blasphemers. Watch this. And then this is the thing about a blasphemer. They'll say anything and make it God. Come on here. You got to be careful about making your personal agendas equal to God's divine assignments. There's a difference between your agenda and God's assignment. Oh, come on here. And there's some people that, um, that in order... To make something they want happen, the first thing they'll say is, "God told me." God said. Now, every time I say this, somebody get upset with me. Somebody get mad because you know this, this hurts some folks. Amen. Pray, God. Preachers get mad. Folks get upset. Amen. Pray. They, uh, you know. You know what? The, the thing about this is is we got to be careful about putting God said on things He didn't say. Come on here. That's what you call using the name of the Lord in vain. Come on here. Speaking things that you know God has not spoken to you. Come on. So this is something here. It's important that we separate. Uh, we, we, We separate these things. Yeah, I've got some dreams. I've got some visions. I've got some aspirations. But it don't equal what God says. Come on, and you got to know your agenda from God's assignment. Come on. And This is why we failed, because personal agendas start getting mixed in with God's assignment. Come on, so this is something here. We got to be careful how we use the Lord's name. All right, so he said they will be blasphemous. Then he said disobedient to parents. Loss of parental control, there will be an increasing dishonor for parents. Come on, those who stay in the house with them, those who've moved out. there'll be an increasing dishonor for parents. Come on here. If the Lord has given you, uh, 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 if the Lord has given you a parent, they still live, honor them. Unthankful. He said, there will be an unthankful generation, ungrateful, that word unthankful is ungrateful. It is, watch this, entitled. They will be an entitled people. Look at this. They they will lose gratitude. Uh, They will have a spirit of entitlement. Uh Uh-huh. Everything that has been made available to us in Christ is an act of grace you didn't hear me I said everything that's been made available to the saints in Christ is an act of grace God didn't owe us anything but we receive what we have because of his grace oh come on here isn't it amazing that God didn't owe me anything but I've received everything because of his grace Oh, come on here. See, this is something here. When you understand that it's because of God's grace, you operate out of a heart of gratitude. Come on here. So, so you've you, you got that, uh, uh, that we've got to get over. He said the spirit of the age, people will walk around like the world owes them something. People will walk around, come on here, like they're doing God a favor. Come on here. He said they will be unthankful. They'll be ungrateful. They'll be entitled. But let me tell you, never, never allow yourself to to, to lose a heart of gratitude. If God, you if you discern properly the goodness of God, your heart will always be grateful. So this is something. He said they will be unthankful, but then he said unholy to disrespect or have no regard for the things that are sacred. They will abuse the sacred. It will get to a place where anything goes. Come on, in the world. In the world, you already see See, now you already expect that sinners will abuse the sacred. Come on here. Because, you know, you can take that which is precious, but you don't throw it to the hog, You don't throw it to the dog. You don't throw it to the swine, right? You don't give precious things to people who have no appreciation for them. Come on here. They trample them underfoot. Come on. But what he says, he said, you will see this spreading across the land. There will even be days where the saints, those who name themselves among the saints, do not honor the sacred. Come on. So, so he, he says, we got to be careful because sinners, we expect that they would have no regard for the sacred. But saints ought to have regard for what is sacred. Come on here. You ought to mind how you handle holy things. Oh, come on here. I said we ought to mind how we handle holy things. Come on here. That's why when you read in the book of Daniel, amen, praise God, and see the handwriting that came against the, uh, came upon the wall, amen, praise God, it was because there was a mishandling of holy things. Don't put your hands on the holy vessels. Come on here, that which is sacred. You know, and see, this is the thing here, that, that we ought to always have honor and regard for the sacred. Come on here, but doctrines are killing us because we think we're little gods. Come on here, and if you think you God, then you won't, have, you won't have the proper honor to the true and living God. Oh, come on here. So, so this is important here. Always honoring that which is sacred. That which is sacred is set aside for the Lord. That's why the Bible says your your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. It's sacred, right? That's why you ought to glorify God with your body because you do not mishandle the sacred. The same with the word of God. God doesn't want people uh, uh, tampering and mishandling his sacred scriptures. Oh, come on here. That we ought to rightly divide them because they are sacred. And anything that God has set aside as sacred, the saints of God ought to abide within that. Honor the sacred. Saints of God should honor the sacred. Oh, come on here. So, so this is something here. He said then that, that, that there would be uh, unholiness everywhere. It would, it would span the globe. So, so we got to be careful because even in the house of God, place that we have consecrated to God, amen, we want to make sure that we continue to uphold the standard in the house of God. Come on here, doing what pleases God in his house, honoring him in his house, not, not having things uh, uh, that, that are going on that dishonor the Lord. Come on here, because we have consecrated the house of God unto him. Come on here, without natural affection. Uh, uh, it, it means here a uh, uh, natural love uh, 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 for uh, the uh, uh, that, that there is love that is lost for family. You would think that mother and daughter would be together and father and son would be together. You know, he said, but as the end times come, people would not even have natural the love that should come and be natural. They they wouldn't even have that anymore. You'll see families fighting against one another, sisters and brothers not speaking. Come on. There'll be events that happen, and and people will walk off in the sunset and never speak again. They'll be mad with each other over five dollars. Come on here. So, so this is important here. He says, he said, you got you to gotta watch this because these will be signs of the end time. And God does not want his people caught up in this kind of stuff. He wants us to please God even though times are perilous. How do I please him? I keep on honoring him. Come on here. Pray for your family. Make a decision to love them, even them that have faults. Come on. Now that doesn't mean you can be over everybody's house every day. But you know what? Keep a love. Keep your heart open so that you can be in prayer for your family. Those of you that know the Lord ought to be praying for those who are lost. Truth breakers. Uh, It means in the Greek to break covenant. Uh, People who are not covenant keepers. that don't honor covenant. A uh, covenant is taken lightly. Now, now you know I take this from the Lord because when you think about covenant in the Hebrew, it is the picture of a twig that is tied together inseparably. And when God gets in covenant with His people, Amen. Praise God. It means something to God. Covenant is not easily broken. Come on here. And God wants us to honor our covenant brothers and sisters in the Lord. He wants us to honor the covenant that we have in our homes. Come on here. That we ought to be people who care about covenant. The saints are people, who ought to be people who care about covenant. So, so this is something here. Uh, false accusers. It, it literally means them who work for the devil. People who seek to tear each other down with words. I've been saying this. Remember that you'll never build anything great for God bashing others. Come on. I said you'll never build anything great for God bashing others. He said that would be the signs of the end time. You would see them and they would be bashing one another. They would be making false accusations against one another. Come on here, but, but you got to remember that we the people of God must walk in love. Putting other people down will never prop you up. Come on. There's some people that think that they're going higher by trying to hurt other people. You don't go higher by causing harm to other people. Come on here. Come on. If you can't help them, leave them alone. So, this is important here false accusers. Don't let the devil use your mouth to tear down somebody else. Incontinent. Everything here in the Greek, uh, incontinent, is everything is out of control. No discipline. Come on. It said, as you look over the world, you will see that there will be systems that are out of control. People out of order. Come on here. And see, I need you to get this because we see chaos and disorder across the span of the globe. Disorder and chaos is everywhere. Look at that. People still shocked by what happened on January the 6th. The way they stormed the Capitol. Disorder and chaos everywhere. Oh, come on it is the signs of the end time that there would be no regard for order come on there that, that it would be like it was in the days of the churches where every man did what he felt was right in his own eyes All oh, but the people of God have been called to be a people of order I know we have because when God met chaos he pulled order out of it he's the God who pulls order out of chaos come on and he told the apostle Paul told the Corinthian church, by the Spirit of God, to let everything be done decently and in order. I need you to get this here. He said, Not only will you see it in the world, it'll span across the globe. You'll see it everywhere. And there'll be signs of it even rising up among many of the churches. There will be disorder. Come on here, but guess what? Disorder misrepresents God's divine presence. I need you to get this here. When you operate in disorder, I said you misrepresent God's divine presence. I need you to get this: where there is no order, the Spirit of God is not in operation. I just said something there. I said where there is no order, the Spirit of God is not in operation because the Holy Ghost is not the author of disorder. God does not delight in disorder. I just said a whole lot there. I hope so. Somebody grabs it I said where there is no order the Spirit of God is not in operation come on you can't just show up to my anything go the Spirit of God is a God of order somebody here what I'm telling you right there come on here you've got to remember that God delights come on here in order where there is order that can be a powerful operation of the Spirit do you hear what I'm saying here that too much, whenever whenever disorder is in place it is a hindrance to deliverance that's why the devil wants saints operating in disorder because wherever there is disorder, there will be a lack of deliverance, come on here because disorder shows that the spirit of God is not in operation oh but baby, when the spirit is in operation there will be order and when the order of the spirit is in place God can do something awesome. I wish I had somebody that would grab it right there. I wish somebody would get this. These are the end times, and disorder is everywhere. But baby, you've got to make sure that you don't let it pull you in. Come on here. Don't you try to build nothing stable in disorder. Come on here. If God is in it, his order will prove it somebody hear what I'm saying where there is a lack of order there is a lack of the spirit's operation somebody give him praise right there he's a God of order he's a God of order he's a God of order I know there's some people that say they ain't got to do this and they ain't got to do that but God is a God of order somebody give him praise right there So so this is it. This is it. God is a God of order. He said they will be be incontinent. They'll be out of order. Then he says they'll be fierce. They'll be savage, barbaric. They'll be violent. And this is the thing about the word fierce there in the Greek. They will be violent and they'll think it's entertaining. It's terrible to do something evil and find it entertaining. Come on here. The righteous should never rejoice in iniquity. The church must continue to raise its voice against violence. Oh, Come on here. We are a prophetic voice in the earth. We are the church. I'm talking about the whole body. The church, the body of Christ is a prophetic witness in the earth. Look at this. He says this. They'll be fierce. And then he said that they'll be despisers of good. Yeah. Their hate was decent. Their hate was moral. They'll they'll have hate for what is good. Come on. So this is something here because we see that in the world, but, but, but why would this be rising in the church? We should never delight in anything that dishonors God. Come on here. I said we should never delight in anything That dishonors God. Come on. True places of worship don't make provision for what is wicked. Come on now. I just said something. I said true places of worship don't make provisions for what is wicked. Come on. We got to be careful not to accept what does not honor God. Come on here. If it doesn't honor God, we don't accept it. Come on here. There's pressure coming from the world to the church to accept anything now. Saints of God, we wonder why deliverance is being healed, uh, being hindered because we're bowing. Come on here. to things that dishonor God. And when you bow to what dishonors God, it hinders deliverance in the house. Come on here. So we got we to keep the standard good. And you know, I think sometimes people miss this. It's I don't make up the standard. I just declare it. It's God. We don't change his word. Come on here. God's word is supposed to challenge the way you live. Come on here. God's word is supposed to uh, uh, set you in order and set you straight. Come on here. Every now and then preaching ought to set a mirror in front of you. Come on, help you to see yourself so you can be more like the Savior. Th- this is something here. So, so the church has got to be careful because the world is, is, is pushing and we got to make sure that we don't let pressure from the world drive us to accepting wickedness. Come on here, you might lose some people but don't lose your witness. Come on here, walking with God. What is it that our churches are bowing to? Come on, you can't just let anything come in and anything happen. Come on here. You we don't have the liberty to come in and change what God says is wrong or what God says is right. Come on here. God has set his standard. We just uphold it. Come on. And that applies, it doesn't matter what's happening with your family or what. Come on here, you know what, the rules. Come on, that which God has established in his word does not change to suit any of us. Come on, you gotta come up. You gotta come out. Oh, come on here. So so this is something here. There will be no real discipleship without a cost. So this is something here. Making sure That we do not despise what is good. If it dishonors God, hallelujah, then we must make sure that it is not lifted in the house. Come on. Now, that doesn't mean that people of all kinds won't come to church. Anybody ought to be able to come to the house of the Lord. But we, the church of God, must be careful what we sanction. Oh, come on here. We must be careful trying to make wrong right and right wrong. Oh, come on here. So this is something here. Uh, He said there will be traitors. They will sell somebody. It literally means traitors to sell somebody. No honor to anything. People who violate their vow. See, we got to be careful uh, because we see this, traitors everywhere. But, But we, the people of God, must not violate our vow to God. We must not sell out the scriptures. Come on here. Must not sell out the scriptures for a few pieces of silver. Come on here. People who do about faith. We need to hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering. Stop switching and get stable in God. Come on. It's a tragic thing to turn your back on the truth. Come on here. I'm talking about remaining in a place where you're pleasing God in perilous times. He said there will be traitors. People who turn their backs on the truth. But we got to be careful. That we don't turn our backs on the truth. Do not swerve from the Holy Scriptures. He said they will be heady. Heady. They will be literally know-it-alls. Come on. Reckless, making fast decisions, not thinking about the consequences of their decision. They will just be doing stuff. Come on here, not seeking God. Come on here, and I'm here to tell you that most of the trouble that the saints get into come from not seeking God. Come on here, there's so much that the saints could avoid if we would just seek God. Come on here. Some stuff we never get into if we take the time to consult God. So this is it. He said they would be headed. They would be know-it-alls. Come on here, they, they would literally what we call to be deep. They would be locked into deepness. Come on here, and never get so deep that you don't declu- include God in your decision making. Come on here, come on. De- don't ever get so deep that you don't think you need God to make decisions. Making decisions without God can land you in a mess. When you acknowledge God, you will avoid unnecessary trouble. Come on here. So this is something here. Get in the Bible, and then you'll be ready for battle. Be spirit-led. Stop putting your feet under tables that are not blessing God. So this is something here. The, you know, the, the saints of God have got to be careful. We, we get easily carried off by heady folks. Come on. You know, the, the, one of the greatest deceptions that are in the land now is if you sound deep, you can just carry a load of people just on that. You don't even have to be, you don't even have to be declaring the word. All you got to do is be good at sounding deep. Come on here. Every deep saying is not the divine declaration. Come on here. You got to remember that just because it's deep does not mean it's divinely inspired. Come on here. And you got to know the difference between what's deep and what's divinely inspired. Get in the spirit. Come on here. Why are people so jacked up? Because you know what? We open ourselves up to everything. Come on here. Guard your spirit. Come on here. Every time somebody said I'm doing, stop running and pray. Every time somebody gives a class, stop signing up for everything. Come on here. Some of our greatest trouble comes from putting our feet the tables that can't help us. Come on here. So stop opening yourself up to everything. Hear the voice of God. Hear what God is saying. See what God is doing. Hallelujah. Follow him. Stop allowing people to push you into stuff that God has not purposed for your life. This is important here. The saints of God, who got to get this, so come on, because this is where I'm telling you, we're living in a day now that people feel like they can just do anything. Self-proclaimed apostle, self-proclaimed prophet, self-proclaimed—I mean, just self-proclaimed. Come on here, and there's no order. Come on here, but you got to do more than go to go into the school of a, the prophets. Come on, go into the school of the prophets. Don't make you no prophet. Come on here, you can't take no class to make you a prophet. Come on here. I don't care how many assignments they give you. They can't make you no apostle. Come on here. Promotion comes from God. Come on here. And God says to us in this, we got to be careful. Because how many of us are missing it because we're messing with the wrong people? Come on here. So this is important because you know what? Folks that operate in disorder will help you to be out of order. Come on. So this is something here. Only God can do that. Only God calls people to ministry. Come on here. They may be deep in their sound and their presentation, but but this is it. Some of us are easily deceived by what sounds deep. Everything I said that is deep is not divinely inspired. Come on here. I don't care how good they sound. The question is, is what they're saying scriptural? They'll be high minded, that is, puffed up, arrogant. There'll be, the, the arrogance will be the order of the day. Arrogance. Come on here, from the government to the church, arrogance is everywhere. Come on, not honoring the Lord. Hallelujah, arrogance. Because arrogance does not honor God. You can't be arrogant and God honoring at the same time. Come on. I said you can't be arrogant and God honoring at the same time. Arrogant, come on here, is something because arrogant will hinder us from being able to accomplish awesome things in God. Genuine anointing has no need to be arrogant. Arrogance is a bad look for them who say they are anointed. Come on here. Arrogance is an offense to God. Come on here. He said there'll be lovers of pleasure More than lovers of God. They'll be living for fun. Come on here. God has called you to be consumed with purpose, not with pleasure. Come on here. He didn't say they wouldn't be saying they love God. They'll be saying they love God, but they will prove in their actions that they love pleasure more than they love God. Literally, they'll say they love God, but their actions will prove that they love pleasure more. See, the call of the gospel is not self-indulgence, but self-denial. The call of the gospel is a call of discipleship and that cause. To follow Christ is no cakewalk. To follow Christ is no Kool-Aid cup. To follow Christ at times may require that you drink from a bitter cup. Come on here. I need you to get this. God wants us to follow him when life does not feel good. Saints are called to be people of purpose, not people of pleasure. This is why we've got to be real with people. Paul preached to the people that through many tribulations, we will enter into the kingdom of God. Go back and read Acts 14 and 22. 2 Timothy 3 and 12 in our text he said yea all who are godly all who live godly will suffer persecution because divine purpose is a magnet for persecution when you are godly the devil will go after you so this is it he says he says They will have a form of godliness. They have a form of virtue and piety. But they will deny the dunamis of God. Oh, come on here. They, they they will have a kind of piety, but, but they will deny the dunamis of God. They will be literally in in a, a imitators uh, like Janice and Jambres that are in the text here. He said that's how they were when they stood. You know, uh, our history says that they were those magicians that stood there before Moses. And when Moses did what he did, they came in and said, oh yeah, we can do that too. But after a while come on here the truth is amen that Moses is serpent ate a bears. and can I tell the truth if you keep standing on it I don't care how many lies they tell the truth of the Lord gonna consume it all I need you to grab this by the Holy Ghost right there I don't just want to form I want to operate in what the Lord has told me to do and then look at what he said here these are here in perilous time but he said you know what you've got to turn away from them Look at what he said here in 2 Timothy 3 and 14. Evil men, seducers will wax worse and worse. It won't calm down. They'll keep deceiving and being deceived. The problem is that they're going to leave the Bible. They'll leave the book. Come on here. See, see, I'm, I'm shocked at the things that we are teaching in our churches. Come on here. I used to hear my pastor say, we have left the book. Now I see what he's saying. Come on here. We're teaching. preaching and preaching and purporting whole doctrines that have nothing to do with the Bible. Come on here and a lot of this stuff that we think is the Bible. Some of these people read it from some book or another. Come on here but I love what Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy 4 and 1 preach the word. Oh come on here. Don't preach the latest trend. Don't preach the latest book. Don't preach the latest movement. Preach the word because when the people get the word they can win come on here when you don't put them in the word you're only leading them for a losing battle come on here the bible will help them to win in battle I need somebody to grab this here he said this is it they'll wax worse and worse come on here so so you got to be careful because there's a lot of people if you're watching them they're not teaching the bible they got to good book come on here and I'm not saying that good books don't help us we ought to be well read I like to be well read because there are many things that can help you to be brought to a greater place of understanding that's why we have commentaries that's why we go to school and seminaries that's not what I'm saying but everything that the people of God promote come on here should be based upon what the spirit proclaims from the word of God I need you to get this here we don't have no time come on here to be teaching what is not biblical and this is why I'm telling you you've got to pray stop running after everybody you see on Facebook come on here stop trying to go after everything that sounds deep get in the Bible study the word of God come on here you know what we're living in a day now everybody got a strategy come over here I'm going to teach You a new strategy i got new wine i got new revelation baby let me tell you something we don't need no new revelation we got the revelation we need come on here in the holy Red, jesus christ the son of god God has spoken in these last days by his son, Jesus Christ, the son of God, greater than the angels, he's Jesus, the son of God, greater than Moses, he's Jesus, the son of God, greater than Joshua, he's Jesus, the son of God, greater than the Levitical priesthood, greater than the Levitical sacrifices, greater than the Chicago in the cloud. Baby the Shekinah is in the sun. I need somebody to grab him right there. The greatest glory of God is in the sun. You can't get the glory without coming to the sun. Even Moses couldn't see the glory till he hid behind the rock. Y'all ain't saying nothing. The rock is Jesus. He's the rock that gave them what He's the rock that Jacob rested his head on. He's the rock of all ages and the stone that the builders rejected. He's become the chief cornerstone of the church. Jesus, the son of God. He said the time would come they would not endure sound doctrine. They would not want to hear what was right. They would get to themselves many teachers that would tickle their ears but he said "If you the people of God you turn away don't let them pull you with that poison I can't finish this tonight but you can trust I'll be back by the will of God next week to finish this up come on here because guess what it's too much poison out here for you to be drinking from everybody's glass open your mouth and hear me you can take a good glass milk and put a sprinkle of poison in it and mess up the whole glass. Somebody praise him. and I hear what I'm saying. This is the hour where the people of God have got to get locked into the word of God. Somebody put a praise on it. Stop running. The people and run after the savior somebody praise him somebody thank him I'm done right there I guess I just closed this way I have decided to follow Jesus no turning back no turning back the world behind me the cross before me no turning back no turning back I intend to please God in perilous times all of us you can't get devil some of us gonna stand on the scripture some of us gonna be faithful to the Bible and sometimes I ask God why you got me out here like this oh, but God says in this hour there has to be mouthpieces in the kingdom of God that will not be bought that will not allow the gates of hell to enter to the ranks of what God has established. The people of God need prophets. The people of God need men and women of God who will speak the word of God, who will declare the truth of God, who will stand up for the Bible. And I'm here to tell you the hour is now. I intend to please God in perilous times. Somebody lift your hand. Somebody open your mouth. If you're going to stick with the Bible, give God a celebration praise. If you still love the word of the Lord, give God a hallelujah. Come on here and give him praise right there. Thank you tonight. Thank you tonight. Thank you tonight. I'm only doing this. Because I'm under mandate. Come on here. Be careful. Be careful. The Lord wants you to be careful about what you're getting into. Pray. 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 Acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways. And he will direct your path. Come on here. If you don't allow the Lord to direct you then destruction is soon to come. I pray that more than ever, you'll pray so you can stay under sound voices. Come on, because it's sound voices that will help to lead you to victory. What makes a voice sound is grounded in the scriptures. Come on here. And I don't mind because God has given us a whole lot, but there's nothing that God gives to replace his word. There's no gift that man has that replaces God's word. God don't give no gifts to replace his word. We don't run the church off of dreams. We don't run the church off of visions. We run the church off of the Bible. Get back to the Bible. Come on here. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that what God gives us and shows us cannot supplement us and help us. But guess what? You need more than strategy. You need, us. You need the scriptures. Come on here, because the word of God has within them everything you need to live a godly life and to please him in this present day. Y'all better watch out all this new age stuff that's entering and I'm going to talk about it in some great detail next week. Tune back in. You don't want to miss it. Hallelujah. Because we're going to expose the devil on every end. Hallelujah. We got to get in the Bible. We got to get in the Bible. We got to get in the Bible and we got to stay grounded there. Come on here. Come on. Don't let people keep dragging you because they say they got something new. What you need is Jesus. Come on here. Know him. Study him. Come to love him. And I'm here to tell you, when you begin to come, become one with him, you'll start winning throughout your life. Oh yes, and can I tell you this, and you know I've seen it, those of you who know me, that devils that rise up everywhere, but there's no demon that rises, that God won't give you the power to stand up and bring down. I'm here to tell you, devils don't run us, we run devils. Hallelujah, devils don't tell us where to go, we cast them out. We are the chosen people of God called by his name, saved by his blood, delivered by his power. We are kept by his grace. We are children of the most high king. Come on, lift your hands right there and say, I intend to please God even in perilous times. God bless you. This is heavy tonight. I need you all to spread it. I need you all to spread it. Share it. Put it out there. Put it out there. Hallelujah. Yes, I intend to make trouble for the devil. As long as God gives me a mouth, I'm going to use it to declare the gospel of my master. Open your mouth tonight and cry from your belly quickly. God, I'm going to please you even in perilous times. Share this word. I believe it will be a blessing to saints everywhere. And it might help somebody to escape the grips of deception. Come on back next week. Amen. God going to speak to us on part two.